millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another TalkSport Daily podcast with me, Andy Goldstein. And what a... What's that? Oh, this email's coming. Oh, I haven't got time, but I'll do it anyway, quickly. Uh, dear Andy, loving the podcast links. Thank you very much. When does the Sports Bar get its own podcast? Well, it won't, I'm afraid. Um, but, of course, in these podcasts, you will get the best of the Sports Bar. Not in this one, because this is from Sunday. But, uh, anyway, Monday to Thursday from 10pm is when you can hear the show live. Anyway, enough about that. Um, we start with, of course, oh, dear, the Ashes. So close. No, actually, just really, really far. Um, let's begin the podcast with the final word and Russ Williams, Jamie O'Hara and a Chris whose surname no one can get. I'm telling you now, he's told me personally, it's Iwellimo. That's Iwellimo. Well, England's resistance is over. A win that for Australia that is 18 years in the making. A moment that Aussie fans have been waiting up late into the night back home to see is occurring right now because Craig Overton's resistance has been broken. The last man out to LBW to Josh Hazelwood and it means that it's Australia that retain the ashes here at Old Trafford. England, where they're going to have plenty of regrets and there will be fingers pointed but the better team has won here at Old Trafford just as they did at Edgbaston and should have done it headingly. An England side made up of ODI specialists, flat track all-rounders and a captain who leads and bats like he carries the weight in the world on his shoulders when it's been brutally exposed despite that brave rearguard effort from uh, players who batted as bowlers. It's if this is the end, and this is the end for some of this side, the brilliance of Stokes and Broad, the emergence of Archer and Burns, it was never going to be enough to make up for such a ragtag bunch and one that lost Jimmy Anderson so early in the piece. So it's Australia, 2-1 up with one to play, who retain the ashes here at Old Trafford after beating England by 185 runs. Joe tough I imagine to take that one yeah tough to take um, I thought we fought brilliantly today I thought everyone that went, went out there gave absolutely everything uh, showed a lot of character a lot of resilience I think as a captain and a, as other players around the group you learn a lot about the guys that you're in the trenches with and you know everyone stood up today and, and put in a put in a real shift a good performance and, and showed how much it meant for them to play for their country but they still needed to get in the trenches today. Did things not quite happen as you'd hoped throughout the earlier stages of the match? Yeah, I mean, you, you can always look back at, at different parts of the game. I think it was a very good test match wicket, played 
uh, made for a very, once again, a very entertaining game of cricket. And uh, I think it was an important toss, to be fair. But you know, to get aside in the position we did, we'll probably look back at that first day and the, the chances we maybe missed. And um, uh, you know that. That's something that we'll have to make sure that we're better at in the future and moving forward. As something fairly momentous has happened, um, with Australian skipper Tim Payne, and first of all, what does it mean to have retained the Ashes? Um, well, it means we take the urn home. That's, that's the best thing. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're obviously very, very excited. Um, we've put in a lot of work and a lot of planning for this over you know, probably a couple of years even before we got here. So um, when you're coming here, it's, it's very difficult to win. And England are a great side, particularly in their home conditions. So to come over and um, be able to retain the Ashes is, is awesome. Uh, but as I said to the boys, we, we've come here to win them and um, we'll enjoy tonight together as we should. And um, then we'll switch our focus on to um, winning the Ashes 3-1. Gareth Batty. Evening to you, Gareth. Evening, Matt. Trevor Bayliss is going, of course, after the fifth test at the Oval. Um, there is going to be a lot of questions, and there has been rumblings and a few questions already about the captaincy of Joe Root and also where he plays in the order. Let's get your view on the captaincy first. Is it too early with this series still not being over to start thinking about a change, or would would he retain your confidence? I think it's too early. When you look at how magnificent England were, you know, TalkSport covering it in the winter, we saw England at first hand on training days, their preparation. When they had the correct build-up to get uh, the processes in order for the team that they were going to play, how they were going to amass and get those wins, um, it was quite impressive, to say the least. Uh, and that was Joe's sort of putting his stamp on the team. And then, uh, obviously, Ireland was, was something that was an expectation for us to win. Um, and then the Ashes was always going to be very difficult after uh, the World Cup. So for me, it stays on, absolutely. It's just obvious that people make more criticisms when it isn't going so well as when it is going well. You know, does he get the accolades like he should when England are going very well? So it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Talk Sport, of course, brought you live commentary of England's victory over Bulgaria. And a reminder, we've got live commentary on Tuesday night of the other game. I can't remember who it is, but it's another game on Tuesday night. And the Sports Bar, take your calls from 10pm on the back of that. Anyway, this is a bit of some of what I've just said. And, of course, the captain and hat-trick hero, Harry Kane. So Kane spots the ball down for the second time in this second half. Scored a hat-trick against Panama in the World Cup. Can he get his first England hat-trick on home soil? Yes! It's gone in, brilliantly taken penalty from Kane. The first one went right of centre, that one hit ferociously down the left-hand side of the goal. It's a hat-trick for Harry Kane, and England lead by four goals to nil. And I've got Harry Kane with me, the hat-trick hero, and Harry, another good afternoon's work. No, absolutely. Uh, whenever you score goals and, and you win and get a clean sheet, it's always a good day at the office. So uh, not not always easy games, but um, I, I thought we'd done really well, especially second half, come out, uh, more energy, more uh, better pressing, uh, created more chances and, and put them away. So, uh, yeah, overall, uh, a good day at the office. And as a central striker, how many more options does it give you when you've got players like Rashford and Sterling either side of you? Yeah, no, it's a joy to play with. Um, sometimes I'm, I can drop deep and they're running behind. Sometimes I'll just stay high 
high and, and they can use their pace, use their skills 1v1 against the, the defence and I'll, I'll be there for, for the crosses and, and the square balls. Um, like I say, Raz put one on the plate for, for me today and then uh, obviously Rash got a, a great penalty. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to play with them and, and all the boys here, we're, we're all working for the same goal and uh, we're doing well so far. And it seems to be a very enjoyable place at the moment. No, absolutely. Everyone's uh, getting on really well, uh, all of a, a similar age. Um, we've played together for, for a while now, so every time we meet up, it's just um, yeah about getting the work done, making sure we get things right, because we're not just preparing for these games, we're hopefully preparing for, for Euros next summer as well, so we've got to make sure we're on it every training session, and, and the lads have been great so far. Well played today. Thank you. Staying with the England theme, on to Tony Cascarino, who was as English as I am, having played over a thousand times for Ireland. Anyway, this is Tony talking about Raheem Sterling, thinking he will be the Ballon d'Orina on the weekend sports breakfast show. Raheem's game, this is nothing new about how he's emerged to become such more of a team player. I mean, even his goal, Raheem's goal, do you know what amount of times, Georgie, I've seen him get in that six-yard box mm. or a yard or two from line and the ball's hitting his body. Yeah, It doesn't have to be him side-footing it in. It no. can be off his hip, or, but he's getting himself in a position to score a goal. Who would you rather have, Neymar or Sterling? Oh, Sterling. If a player, I'd take Sterling as a player and try to ignore what the antics have gone on I hear what you're saying all about Neymar and he's off the field, but I think actually on the field he's better as well. I think Stone is better than, than Neymar. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, I, I really do. You actually think he's better now. Have you said to me, could you buy one or the other? I'd go, oh, I'm on him. I can trust him and I can. I believe he's a team player. But you actually think he's also now better than Neymar? Yeah, he is better than Neymar now. Ooh. His numbers are better. He's playing in a better team and... I just, look, PSG... But is that not because Neymar's at PSG? If no. Neymar was still at Barca, wouldn't we probably be no, saying... No, I, I think Sterling's become a more accomplished player. I, I get Neymar. I, I've seen him be unbelievable, do things that nobody can do in the game, like a Harlem Globetrotter type of footballer. But if you trust, I want to say, I trusted a player week in, week out to be brilliant for the team and yeah. score goals and the rate of what Neymar can, Sterling's your man. One of the big stories over the weekend was, of course, Watford sacking their manager to replace him with a manager they'd previously sacked. Here's bits and pieces of that breaking news story from the weekend. Breaking news elsewhere. Watford have confirmed the departure of head coach Javi Gracia. So Javi Gracia sacked by Watford. That's after their torrid start of the season. Gracia and his team, well, his management team, out the door after such a few games. You've had a whole pre-season, you've done this, you've done that. Watford haven't won anything. They've done this before, but there is going to come a time where this might not work. Watford have named their new coach, Kiki Sanchez-Flores, back through the revolving door at Vicarage Road. Um, let's hear the views now of an absolute legend at Vicarage Road. Luther Blissett joins us on the line. Morning, Luther. Good morning. 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 Yeah. Morning. Wow. Good um, morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can't, we can't sit here and pretend we're surprised because this is Watford. This is what happens at Watford. But but even by Hornet's you know, standards... You know before you go on, guy, you know, I mean, if you, you, you say that and that in itself is something that you know, a while ago, you'd never ever have thought mm. those words would have yeah. been applied to Watford Football Club in, in, in that way. Yeah. You know, and, and in a way that does sadden you that, um, you know, this sort of thing happens. But, you know, this, as you say, is what now um, Watford are. You know, they've got this model that they work. And, um, you know, when they believe it's time for the head coach to move on, they just do it. The only thing about that, Luther, and, and, and we talk about this all the time, is that you cannot knock the fact that this is our business. 
you arrive in this job knowing what this job's going to be and you'll leave the job having known what that job was. But I suppose the part that is weird in this is the fact they've gone back to a previous manager. Yeah, I think that one that one has surprised a lot of people, and uh, you pick up things on on social media what the the fans are saying, and you know shock and you know why and that sort of thing is, is seems to be the major thing that they've come out with because um, you think back to the circumstances when he left, and it was a case of from what you felt was that he couldn't move the club where it wanted to go, and and here we are, he's back. So it, it is a little bit confusing. I think with everybody. I mean, I I don't really know what is going on down there at the moment because you know at the moment nobody down there seems to want to speak to you about anything. I'm Alan Brazil, and this is Talksport Daily. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On to the Sunday exclusive now with David Connolly alongside Mark Sackers. Oh, no, I've said that wrong, haven't I? Mark Sackers! Is how you say his name correctly. They were talking about the Women's Super League, which is football, not rugby. Whoever's come up with the word Super League in football should take a long, hard look at themselves. It's football, it's not Super League. Anyway, I was delighted to hear Emma Hayes, the Chelsea women's manager, on the show. The important thing here with nearly 25,000, as you mentioned, inside Stamford Bridge, that will have lifted them as well. Well, I think especially when it was one, it stayed 1-0 throughout. You know, with the second goal, I think it would have changed things a little. But what, when a team's always in it, it makes the game entertaining. So... If you asked, do I want three points, plus make it entertaining, plus make a game of it, yes, on all of those fronts. So for that reason, I have to be happy. And Emma, would you, would you like to be playing more regularly at Stamford Bridge or do you think it's good as a, as a one-off to, to build the interest or are you happy at Kings Meadow? I'm happy at Kings Meadow and I think if we are to play in stadiums like Stamford Bridge, you have to put bums on seats and it's just important you do that in a in a measured way with different departments across the club so I don't think we are at a point yet where that could be a regular thing but I certainly think we can do it more often 
I think as well, what whatever's happened today, there will be those there today really um, being encouraged and uh, watching what you've managed to do. And it's all encompassing, isn't it? It's just bringing, bringing people in to say, you know, live sport, there is nothing better. And if you can identify with a side, just get along. Yeah, of course. And it felt like a cup final. Yeah. That was the strange mm-hmm. part. An opening game of the season, clappers everywhere, DJs, you name it. Flag bearers. It, it honestly felt like a big occasion, and I think for people coming for the first time, you know they're going to take something away from that. And like you say, whether it's Bethany England little fan club that she <laughs> develops from there, whatever that may be, it certainly felt like a proper football match and mm. two sets of fans that were singing for their team. And a reminder: there is a brand new women's football weekly show on Monday night from 6 p.m. On Talk Sport 2. How about about time? Yes, you're right. I, I for one, will be tuning in because it doesn't conflict with the sports bar, which is on Monday to Thursday from 10pm. On now to Barry Glendenning's show, the warm-up with Barry Glendenning, which starred Barry Glendenning. On a podcast recently, friend of the show, Ellis James, a professional Welshman, comedian, uh, broadcaster and TV personality. Yeah happened to mention to his his podcast wife John Robbins mm-hmm. that he washed his hair every day yeah Robbins was appalled by this and I'm, said that you know washing your hair I think twice a week or maybe it's, was enough okay. more than adequate yeah okay I couldn't believe what I was hearing no and this debate was continued to rage on Twitter and mm. I I roll in what turned out to be quite the grenade mm. by pointing out that I wash my hair with shampoo or shower gel, you know, something other than just hot water. Yeah. About four times a year. And I mean that's just filthy, isn't it? But have you ever secretly thought to yourself, My God, his hair is disgusting? I've never thought that. No. Have you ever got a foul odor while standing from my hair while standing in close proximity to me? I have never got that. I feel like I'm on the witness stand. (laughs) I put it to you. Yes. (laughs) Have you ever... Can you smell my... Anything unpleasant now emanating from the top of my... Fully thatched, I hasten to add. Yeah. uh, Still, it's original dark brown hair, despite the fact that I'm almost 50 years old. Mm -hmm. Are you almost 50? Wow. But I'm nearer 50 than I am 40. Oh, mate. Mr. Salt and Pepper. Hey. On now to a bit of boxing, as Don McGuinness caught up with Anthony Joshua ahead of his fight against the world Snickers-eating champion. Apparently, Andy Ruiz Jr. has consumed over 92,000 bars in an hour. You mentioned there about Will, and you also mentioned Deontay Wilder just a few, a few words ago. Yeah. Now, he was in our studio a few weeks ago, and it, okay. it, he said you quit. Okay. Now, how do you, how do you respond to that? Knowing so what you know and, and everything else that you're saying to us. I'll take it as an opinion. And I feel like, okay, you look at quitting and I'll say, so getting up off the canvas after taking about 50 punches to the head, <laughs> like repetitively, isn't quitting. If I, if I wanted to quit, I would have, after the second one, I would have been like, hang on, this ain't going my way. I would have stayed down. But I feel like it was a, a call from the referee that I may have been able to, to handle a bit better. Like the ref accounted. Seven, eight. I've got up. I've walked to the corner. He's got the gum shield in his hand. So he's come over to me. So I'm waiting. He's like, he grabs my waist. 
kind of moved me forward a bit. So I step forward, then he pushes me back a bit. So I go back. So I'm thinking, is he going to put a gum shield in my mouth? And then he's going to put, you ready to fight? Go. I didn't even have a gum shield in my mouth to fight. And he's waved off the fight. So in my mind, it's not as if I was like, ref, I don't want no more. I'm in a bad way. Or after the third or fourth or fifth knockdown, I was like, this is enough. I kept on getting to my feet, which is a sign of a man who wants to continue. So um, he's entitled to his opinion. But there's my explanation. Just a final one, because again, the Saudi thing is going to keep coming up in terms of fighting there. Now, you could have made more money elsewhere, I think you've said. Is, is, that, is that a case? Or was, if it's not just about money, then with Saudi, are, do you actually think you can help open that place up? You know, would you fear for your, your female members of family? All those kind of things. I mean, are you using this surely as just a, a positive thing? It's, 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 a great, it's a great question. It's a great question. Sports is a great way to open up the gates to different cultures, different people. And I'm a boxer, so they're putting on a boxing event. It's one thing for me to sit back here and talk about it. Like, they need to make change and this, that. But I'm going there. I've been there. I've seen it. When you talk to me, you talk to a man who's been there. So I can tell you about the positives of Saudi Arabia. It's like if I was a... I'm Nigerian man and I come to UK. Or I'm sitting in the UK and I'm saying, England this, the West that, da 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 Then I get here and I think, hang on a minute. This is actually a decent place. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Until you get there, it's hard to judge from a distance. And that's why it's important for us to travel, understand, and look at the event and what it has to host. I saw a nice region. They were very hospitable. And I think if yourself and uh, the boxing community does come, they'll have a lot of good words to say about Saudi. And this is what we have to appreciate in terms of Certain countries have their certain laws. England, we abide by the English law. And as I'm fighting in Saudi, I have to abide by Saudi law. I can't go there and I can't come to England. If, I'm a, if I act a certain way in a country and I come here and act a certain way and it doesn't fit with their law, I'm going to get in trouble. So it's important to appreciate what the laws are and abide by them. And if you do that, you're going to have a great time anywhere in the world. Best of luck, champ. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And finally, yes, of course, it's the main reason everyone listening to this has tuned in, has downloaded it, because it's time for the best bits of the Trans Europe Express. Now, the bad news, the bad news, of course, was the show, which is usually three hours long, was just two hours long. Mm. The good news was that I could get home an hour earlier. Hooray! Anyway, here are the best bits we managed to cram in to just 120 minutes. I know you hate talking about Manchester United on this show, Andy, but... Not won't, won't it's a bit it, strong. Dislike. Yeah, that's a good word. Won't, won't it be interesting to see over the coming months how uh, not just Smalling and Mkhitaryan, but elsewhere in Italy, um, you look at Alexis Sanchez, Lukaku, let's see how they do outside Manchester United because the signing of those players, clearly it's it's that United feel we have to clear the decks and in some cases like the case of Alexis Sanchez reinflate the devalue of this asset that is totally depreciated won't it be interesting to see how they do outside Old Trafford this is where we see if it's the players or it's the environment mm. and just quickly Chris Smalling has gone over there is he a starting 11 does he does he start for them centre of maybe I think I think he probably will as the season goes on um, I think actually Chris Smalling might be one of their good pieces of business. Okay. I, I still think from a United point of view, 
if Lindelof or Maguire were to get injured, I think many United fans would have probably had Smalling as first choice backup. And obviously, he was the one centre back that they did manage mm. to get rid of. That's it for another podcast daily thingamajig. Well done. Congratulations on downloading it. And every single one of you will get a £1,000 from... No, of course you won't get any money. It's free. What more do you want? It's just free. God, look at all you look that raise your eyebrows going, oh, I'm going to get a 1000 No, you're not going to get any money at all. You've downloaded it. It's free. Move on with your life. There'll be another one along, of course, the same-ish time the next day whenever you download it. But if you press subscribe, all that work is taken away from you and it's there in your inbox waiting for you when you open your lazy eyes in the morning and have to go off to do a normal job. Don't forget to join me, Andy Goldstein, and that other fellow with the massive head shaped like a moon on the Sports Bar between 10pm and 1am on Monday all the way through to Thursday, which includes the Midnight Train to Madness, which is always on at... Oh, they never write it down. Anyway... It's in the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Flimsy staying slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo. Built to last. Designed to impress.